So SB Act um, is an organization that partners with the city of Santa Barbara. Um, we have contracts with the city of Santa Barbara. We're also privately funded and all of our work centers on uh, collaboration. So everything that we do is built around bringing all different partners to the table, government agencies, nonprofit entities, community members, volunteers um, to achieve common goals. That's Kayla Peterson, Program Coordinator for SB Act. So we operate a collaborative on homelessness. It's called the Act on Homelessness Collaborative with the City of Santa Barbara, um, which is where the Neighborhood Navigation Center model fits in. Um, we also work in partnership with the Human Trafficking Task Force um, at the county. She outlined the work the group's been doing in recent months. One of the things she talked about was the SB Act on Homelessness 2023 Strategic Plan Goals, which is formed in partnership with other groups, including the City of Santa Barbara. According to SB Act's website, the goals are to increase the number of affordable housing units in Santa Barbara, strengthen the capacity of organizations that provide permanent housing placement services, reduce the percentage of those entering homelessness from a housed situation, and strengthen the coordination and availability of outreach and case management services. One of the ways they're working to achieve these goals is by setting up navigation centers in Santa Barbara. Again, neighborhood navigation centers are a part of that on the ground level. It's our hope that as we welcome people in with these services, these relief services, we call them, things that are necessary for the health and well-being of an individual, showers, food, clothing, um, friendship, that as people come in for these really key things that make a human a human, that it's a holistic well-being focus um, and a dignified environment, that over time they'll be able to build trust, build that rapport with a case management organization, and eventually be willing to say yes to services when they might have been resistant at first. Because just like you and me, it takes time to build trust. According to Kayla, there were already two in Santa Barbara before the third was set up. There are three different neighborhood navigation centers in the city of Santa Barbara. The first is, and oldest, is um, at Alameda Park. That one has existed in some various forms over 15, 17 years. At first, it wasn't just, it wasn't a neighborhood, neighborhood navigation center. It was just a meal share location. And then service providers started to kind of base themselves there, same day, same time, Thursday night. And now it's kind of blossomed into the first neighborhood navigation center. The second is on a different day of the week at a different time, which is part of the model itself. Um, and that's at the Carrillo Castillo commuter lot. Um, some same services, some different services, showers of blessing is there. Um, Doctors Without Walls is at all of the neighborhood navigation center sites, behavioral wellness, providing mental health support to folks, as well as some of our relational service providers and nonprofit agencies that are there. Clothing providers, you name it, it's probably there or it's been there in the past. According to the SB Independent, the third and newest navigation center at the Santa Barbara Rescue Mission had a grand opening last month on April 6th. Organizations like Doctors Without Walls and Santa Barbara Support Network were there, as well as the City Library, which provided services that were hugely popular and helped people deal with bureaucratic forms and steps to exit homelessness. Kayla tells us more about how the new Navigation Center adds value into the existing system. And then the third is at the Santa Barbara Rescue Mission. Um, that's our most recent launch. Carrillo Castillo has been around for a little under a year, and Alameda Park has been in a bunch of different forms, but formalized in 2020, 2021. So this fresh vision is to create a dignified space 
on a different day of the week at a different time of day to meet different folks in their neighborhoods, meeting folks where they are rather than asking them to go here, there, and everywhere to meet with all of their different service provider agencies to be able to create an entry point to a complex system, if that makes sense. There's case management on site. So all of those conversations start at the nexus that is the neighborhood navigation centers, the NNCs, as we call them. Mental health is one of the foremost issues that exacerbate homelessness. According to a 2015 assessment by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, 564,708 people were homeless on a given night in the United States. At least 25% of these people were seriously mentally ill, and 45% had any mental illness. For comparison, a 2016 study found that 4.2% of U.S. adults have been diagnosed with a serious mental illness. We asked Kayla how SB Act works to find solutions for this problem specifically. Yes, multiple different avenues for mental health support. There is the County Department of Behavioral Wellness provides a host of mental health services um, for folks. They have crisis services um, for individuals experiencing homelessness and for individuals who aren't experiencing homelessness, they also provide um, crisis services. So um, if somebody is experiencing a mental health crisis, they will be called. Their presence at the neighborhood navigation center sites is again, that rapport building, that getting to know someone because for some of our folks, maybe they don't think that they need that kind of help. Maybe they're still hesitant about receiving support for a mental health concern. Over time, through trust building with the outreach workers, um, just having conversations, receiving hygiene products, socks, water, over time, they'll form a relationship and then that outreach worker will be able to connect them with an assessment that will be able to help them figure out what it is that they need, match them up with. If it's medication, if it's an ongoing uh, conversations with a psychiatrist or what have you. So the Department of Behavioral Wellness, that is their wheelhouse. They also can help folks work through insurance like SenCal. All of this is super nitty gritty and concrete stuff. It's not like, doesn't sound very exciting, but it's really, really key. And then the other kind of mental health supports um, and relational caregivers are some nonprofit agencies. There's the Santa Barbara Response Network, actually some stuff at UCSB as well. Um, they help people both process collective trauma through what they call compassion patrol. So just walking an area, maybe that's experienced trauma. So for example, if there is like at, at UCSB uh, several years ago, there was a, a shooting incident, compassion patrol kind of awakened in the aftermath of that and was there to support students. If there is again, a, an issue of collective trauma, a natural disaster, that's where they would be present. Um, and they're also just a really sweet resource to have at neighborhood navigation centers when an individual might be experiencing um, some level of emotional escalation. They're able to step in and gently soothe that person through what's called psychological first aid. Um, they also provide trainings uh, to other providers and it's their wisdom that kind of adds to this whole collective network. And then there's also the Project HEAL of Santa Barbara County and they help connect folks with mental health resources, help folks do things like um, develop exercises to be able to calm themselves down and regulate their emotions. Um, using apps for that kind of thing. So, and they're also just a listening ear. I think something that I've watched both the SBRN team and Project HEAL team do at our neighborhood navigation centers, and they're present at all three, um, is sit down with somebody and just listen. Just the ability to listen and say, you are here. I'm so glad you're here. So that's a glimpse into what NNCs kind of provides in the way of mental health support. 
Our last question for Kayla was what made SBAC stand apart from other nonprofits doing similar work? She talked about the role SB Act plays in connecting different agencies within the county to one another, which streamlines the process of getting people off the street. I think each nonprofit agency that we work with and each nonprofit agency at work and homelessness in Santa Barbara City and County um, is focused on their lane. Um, each nonprofit has a mission, vision, and goals and has to do things to accomplish that mission and vision and goals. And often, because so many nonprofits um, are at capacity or under capacity, um, they need something like SB Act or they want something like SB Act to be able to connect them to each other, to build the bridges. And so one, what NNCs provides is the ability where you don't have to make a phone call, you don't have to send an email, you can walk someone across the park, you can walk them across the room, you can walk them across the parking lot to that agency. Like, and so someone can fill out an application for their social security card and meet with somebody from behavioral wellness and reconnect with their case manager. I've watched it, I watched it today. Um, and what that holistic support provides is maybe that individual doesn't wanna go here, there and everywhere. Um, and maybe they have to still to, to get other appointments in order uh, to get their documents. Um, but NNCs can reduce that, those gaps between service providers by putting them all in one place. So it's this kind of collective creativity that allows us to expand what we do and make those what we call warm handoffs between agencies, which is, contributes to that vision of holistic care and holistic support, which all agencies want like all agencies to all sorts of degrees want to collaborate with other agencies and need the avenues to do it. And NNCs provide the opportunity to do that, which perpetuates this holistic vision of who else, who else isn't here that needs to be here? What other services do individuals need to be connected with that they're not already connected with? Do we need a dentist? Okay, let's get one, you know, like, imagining a greater picture of what we can do to co connect individuals to what they need in order to feel cared for, feel dignified, get the support that they need that builds their trust. Like, okay, I got my glasses. I can check that off my list. What's next? Minimizing barriers and uh, filling gaps, I think is what this model aims to do. It reduces the running around town significantly. I wrapped up the interview with Kayla by asking her if she had anything to add. She told me she wanted to thank a lot of the people SB Act and she herself works with for their part in providing critical services to Santa Barbara's homeless population. There will never be enough hours in the day to say thank you for the hard work, for figuring out what the gaps are and filling them themselves, for advocating for clients, um, for going the extra mile to, to find someone and get them connected to the resources that they need and the patience that it takes sometimes working with somebody that says, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And then when they say yes, teams are ready to spring into action to make it happen. For more information about SB Act, head to sbact.org. That's sbact.org. With KCSB News, I'm Zoha Mullick.